Hello, everyone. This is the Emporium Podcast. I am your host, Josh, and this is the first of many to come. And I am very excited because in studio with me today is Brianna from Sawmill Marketplace. Welcome, Brianna, to the show. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. You know, uh, I always try to figure out what's the first question is going to be asked somebody. But uh, today is a little different because right away I knew I wanted to ask you is what got you started into like art and stuff like that? Because you own Sawmill Marketplace, right? I do, you guys yes. have a whole, I mean, I. We did a photo shoot with you. Yeah. And um, you had some of the most beautiful charcuterie boards I have ever seen. So let's <laughs> start you. with what got you into the art and the, the wood making and all that. Absolutely. So my father is a master woodworker. That has always really? been something we've done out in the garage. And I have been the glorified gopher, which is go for X tool, go for this piece of wood. And so I've grown up in this environment. And so a lot of the woodworking is actually from my dad's marvelous brain. So it's just something that we can continue to do together as I've grown up and had children of my own. This is something that keeps us connected. So this is a real family business. Very family business. So yes. has he been teaching you the art of woodworking too? Absolutely. Really? Yes. See, yes. that's the kind of stuff you never really get when you visit a shop, right? You just kind of see these beautiful items on there, but you don't realize that there's a you know, the people aspect of it. And that's why we're here today. So, yes. so what, when did he start teaching you? I guess is the way we need to start. Yeah, I think it was as soon as I could walk. Honestly, really? some of my earliest memories are with him out in the garage building furniture. My mom would be like, I need X. She's a school teacher, so she'd need a bookcase. And we'd be out building the bookcase. Or my family would be like, hey, we're having a baby. And so my dad would build the crib. And so we've just constantly been doing this for friends, family, and I wanted to do 4-H. 4-H was just my biggest really? goal, but we lived in the suburbs. So you can't really go out and raise an animal sure. in the suburbs, but we could do woodworking and quilting. And so my dad learned how to quilt and taught my woodworking troupe. And so we've just crafted together since I can remember. Did you just say your dad learned how to quilt He did. Too? He used to get up and watch Eleanor Burns um, quilt in a day, <laughs> first thing in the morning. And then we'd come mm -hmm. home and like after school and he'd be really? like, okay, so this is what I learned. We're going to learn it together. And we'd practice until we were perfect. And yeah. Your dad sounds like a hell of, heck of an individual. He is incredible. My hero wow. for sure. Yeah. And your mom too, I'm sure. Oh yes. So well, it sounds like he does more than just the charcuterie. Now, tell us a little bit about your store before I, I go into some of the more questions. So, so what is Sawmill Marketplace? Yeah, so Sawmill Marketplace, I grew up on the street called Sawmill, so we keep the, the home roots for Sawmill. Wow. And the reason we chose Marketplace is because my dad and I, as well as my mother-in-law, she's the one that does the handcrafted pottery. So we keep it as a family, and Marketplace is just our family coming together to sell our different goods and services really awesome. Yeah, so we sell all kinds of things. We have an online presence that is pretty heavily focused on the custom woodworking, but we also do custom quilts for people, t-shirt quilts, baby really? quilts, things like that. But that's, we have an outdoor space at the Emporium, and so that's not quite as practical to display. I had no idea. See, yeah. I'm learning something new every day. I'm really, I'm really interested in wondering what you guys have built besides the, the deep, oh, there's someone I just want to start asking. So <laughs> has he built bookcases, uh, tables and stuff like yeah, that. Absolutely. Is that available him for, will you guys do that for like special requests? And stuff absolutely. Like that? We do really? tons of custom orders. We're starting to get into the, the resin side of it. So being able to play with some oh, beautiful colors that are yeah. more artificial versus we love the play on woods that are the natural grains, like those purples and those oranges yeah. that you saw in the charcuterie boards. Those are all natural. It's not a dye. It's not a stain. That's just the color of, of the, the wood itself. So we're starting to move into more of those fun artistic resin plays. 
Yeah, some of the stuff I've seen on the internet is they take like slabs of wood and exactly. re reinforce it with some of this resin and you get some really incredible stuff. So that's on the horizon. It is, is on talking. the horizon. There is some really? kinks we like to work through mm -hmm. before we put anything out to market. We want to make sure we have personally run it through the ringer. I have a one-year-old that does a great job at banging on top of stuff, making sure it's not going to chip. So we have to make sure that we've worked out our imperfections before we go to market. So how do you guys find the Emporium? Yeah. You know, because the Emporium is kind of where you, you sell all your stuff, right? And yeah. it's a wonderful destination marketplace for all the artisans. So, yeah. so how'd you find it? Absolutely. So I'm born and raised in Castle Rock. So this has always been home for me. And the Emporium has just kind of been a staple when it comes to Christmas. We come here, we shop for Christmas. And then one day my dad was just like, hey, why don't you see if you can become a vendor? And we just put the ping out to see. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we got space. When do you want to start? And that's how we got incorporated. We've been here for two years now. Really? Yeah. All right. So looking at a lot of your projects, what kind of woods are you guys using? Because some look really exotic. There's like deep purple colors. <laughs> They're almost, it feels almost orange. Yeah. I mean, I've seen colors into the yellow. So okay. what kind of woods are you working with? What's the materials you guys are playing with? Yeah. So you can take a trip around the world with the different woods that uh, really? we have sourced. So we have Purple Heart, Babinga, Paduke, all of these different. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, You're going fast. So what is Purple Heart? <laughs> Purple Heart is an incredibly dense wood, and it is not found anywhere in North America. And so really? we we source through a, a local shop in Arizona. They get us everything, but we go international for these types of purchases, and it's incredible. Um, Babinga is yeah. what that really orange color to that wood is. It was beautiful. Beautiful. We use leopard wood, zebra, like, I mean... It is insane. They're international woods. International. So. Most come from Africa. Some come from South America. A lot of the maples that we use are North American, which really? is great. Yeah. They've got great variation, but that's a pretty traditional color. That's you know what you see in the white oaks. That's the white family of woods. Sure. But when you get those vibrant colors, those are typically found in Are Africa. you color treating any of those, or are those the natural color those of the wood? Those are natural colors of really, the wood. Really, because yeah. the purple is beautiful. I know I keep going back to the purple. That's Purple's okay. one of my favorite It's one colors. of my favorites. It's, yeah. It is incredible. Oh my gosh. And the more you treat it, like yeah. any of our cutting boards or charcuterie boards, the more you treat it with the mineral oils, like the, the saturation of it over time continues to stay that vibrant. It's really? incredible. Yeah. Because I know as you use charcuterie, you know, you get oils on there, you get, you know, all kinds of foods yes. on there. You get everything from vinegar, <laughs> from pickles to stuff like that. Right. So, yeah. So how long does a charcuterie board or something like that last? I mean, yeah. is it a lifetime? Is it a weeks? What is it? Yeah. So a well-maintained, that's, that's the critical piece okay. there. So you want to make sure that, you know, you never throw it in the dishwasher after the oh. event, you want to remove everything from it and just wipe it down really good with like a microfiber or paper towels. If it's not like a, like a two-ply paper towel is so better. nothing too abrasive. Exactly, because okay. you don't want to scuff up anything. And if you have any like imperfections from slicing, you can get that paper towel caught in there and it's just not oh, a great look. Yeah. Um, so microfiber is always our best. And then you don't want to use any like vegetable-based oil to treat it. You want to use a mineral base because oh. when you use a vegetable oil to treat a cutting board, a charcuterie board, anything like that, it can yeah. potentially go rancid. And we don't want really? that. Yeah. So you want to find something mineral-based. Yeah. And we're working, again, in development is we're putting together our own kind of brand of mineral oils and different waxes that we've gone through the ringer of trying different stuff, sure. finding the products that we really like. And we don't want to recommend anything unless, again, we've tested it hundreds of times. And so we're kind of finding that some of the beeswax-based stuff that we've been putting oh. together is actually working better. So we want to make sure we go through a full 
test and treatment. But eventually when we sell a cutting board or a charcuterie or one of our sushi boards, that it'll come with something to treat it for a while. And then we'll put it on our website to reorder as needed. So care and maintenance is really important yep. for the kind of, now a lot of those are hardwoods you were saying? Yep, so they're very hardwoods, very dense woods. I'm, I thought they were beautiful. I wouldn't want to use them because the moment somebody <laughs> took a knife to it, I would be angry. Like somebody sure. at my party and they just start cutting into it and I'd be like, oh, oh. Yeah. So what, what about the maintenance side on that? How do you get like those gouges go away? Can you sand it? Can you, what, what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. Some, some of those natural oils will yeah. help the fibers in the wood to re-stand back up. And then through use, you naturally kind of boil it back down to where it's level again. And if at any point any of our boards are something, sorry, I didn't mean to tap your mic. It's okay, it's all, okay. It's all um, good. <laughs> if anything is a concern or you're like, hey, this doesn't feel right, you just let us know and we'll come in and you know, we can either re-sand it, we can buff it back down and then really? retreat it with oil. Because we want this to be something that is a statement piece in your house and our name is attached to it. So we yeah. want that statement to be a good statement. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's keep going here. Um, so <laughs> during the design process, like who comes up for the idea for the shape and the color and putting them all together? How much time do you guys spend thinking about the yeah. process and the method that goes into the putting it together? So explain that to us. We want to hear it. Absolutely. So my brain comes up with, hey, dad, I think this would be cool. And then he goes out into the garage, spends a couple hours and he comes back and he goes, is this what you were picturing? The dude is incredible with yeah. just the way he can picture and grasp concepts. Yeah. We'll go through, you know, Etsy and Pinterest and be like, wow, I really like how this was put together. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, that, you know, that seems okay, but I want to do it this way. And so he'll come out with different patterns, different variations. And so what he will do is, um, He'll either take his hardwood slabs and cut them down into little strips and do, you know, just a regular cutting board with vertical lines. Yeah. Or he'll cut the strips after he's glued them together and rotate them so you get a different variegation to the way that the pattern is. Or he'll gl like glue four together of different colors yeah. and then he'll chop them up and lay them out like almost like a chessboard. So his brain wow. is really the inspiration for a lot of this. Do you ever draw stuff out and then he goes from there? Yeah. So is there a Absolutely. lot of that happening all the time? Absolutely. I could probably show you text message change. It's like, hey, dad, what do you think about X? And it's like my chicken scratch drawing. Really? And then he'll come back and be like, did you mean like this? And I'm like, that's not that's, at all what I had in my head. That's better. <laughs> right. It's good. <laughs> Let's go with it. Exactly. Exactly. And so he's got just such an incredible brain. And this is the same for our quilting and our sewing stuff. It's like, yeah. hey, we saw this pattern and he's like, I can make it better. So that constant challenge of I can make it better is truly an artisan brain. So you just touched on the quilting stuff and I haven't had much experience with that. So yeah. explain a little bit of your quilting stuff to us. What? Same thing, is it all custom? Will you guys do anything for anybody? <laughs> absolutely. Tell me more, tell me more. Yes, absolutely. So um, quilting is something that I personally have done. I've competed in for years and it's just- Hold on, people compete Absolutely, people in compete like what? with quilts. In 4-H, like in if you ever go to the really? Douglas County Fair and Rodeo, walk around and yeah. you will see some of the most beautiful quilts ever. I, I didn't think about that. Oh I, yeah. I, well, now that you mentioned it, I do remember going to county fairs and seeing people with their quilts and having yes. ribbons on it. I just never put the two together. Yeah. So, so that's something that I've grown up doing. I still do. I submit my quilts for competition. You ever won first place? Absolutely. Really? Yes. I'm very, very <laughs> proud of that. My kid brother and I have done 4-H for years and um, down to our crafting space where my dad and I work oh. is the hall of fame as he calls it because we've got all of our <laughs> ribbons and like first place or best of show. So we're really proud of the work that we've done as a family. Really, that's yeah. got to be a pretty good feeling when you win first place and you realize other artists are like, wow, you have the beautiful quilt. And it's like, 
I know. I feel proud. Like, yeah. yeah. Yes. So, Absolutely. have you done competition with the woodworking stuff too? He has, yeah. And My has dad it, has done the same first place. Like, best of in show. the state of Colorado, yeah. international, nationally, internationally, anything like that? Primarily just here in Douglas County. Really? Um, when we were kids and competed yeah. with our woodworking, the stuff that. I would put together, my brother would put together, we would go to the state fair, but that's about kind of the extent of the competition is Colorado specific. Really? Because looking at your stuff, I bet he could win like I think national he awards because like the touch and the feel, you know, one thing about woodworking is it's it's always got a feel, a touch and a smell, right? Mm -hmm. It's always something about wood that, that you just, yes. it's very tactile too. <laughs> and when I was setting it up to do your photo shoot, I couldn't realize how soft it felt. Mm -hmm. and it was silky smooth on the outside. I was afraid to set it on a rock that I would, you know, gouge it or something. Sure. But I was blown away by how just smooth it is. Absolutely. And, and that's something you can't quite describe, you know, like on a show like this until you come in and actually shop it at the Emporium and put one in your hand. You're like, oh my gosh, this is this is beautiful. Absolutely. Right? That and just is a, a level of care that he attains that other woodworking shops do as well. But he has special sanders and he will get the grit okay. as high as possible just so that way it feels as smooth as a baby's butt as it he would like to. It does. Yeah. I mean, it is super smooth to the point where I was like, he's got to be using specialized mechanics and stuff like that. <laughs> we have some pretty cool tools that we, we've yeah. been able to purchase through the side of the business. And that has just elevated the woodworking game. Wow. Yeah. All right. So gift giving is really big. Oh my gosh. And it's, we're, yes. We try to keep this as evergreen as possible. We're always up against a holiday somewhere. Yes. So what kind of, what would you give for gifts? I mean, uh, start telling me what you would give to somebody like uh, newlyweds or somebody who just had a baby or, you know, just a housewarming. What, what would you start giving people Absolutely. from Sawmill? Of course. So we try to have, um, different price ranges within our products and services. We want to make sure that we're not catering only to that high end with those really expensive hardwoods. So if you have a coffee lover in your life, you know, we have trivets that are really cool cuts of What's wood. What's a trivet? A trivet is a, like a glorified hot pad. You can set it on the table and put your coffee pot on it. And then it's a nice oh. little display more than just your elevated, like, hot pad essentially. And so that's something that's really fun to give is just a, a nice in budget type of you know, housewarming gift. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we have those really fun cheese cutters and that's a great housewarming gift or for a newlyweds of like, here you go. You're going to start entertaining. You're going to have people over. Here you go. You've got your cute little cheese slicer that does it for you. Sure. Super fun. Very low key. Um, we are foodies in our house. We love foods, hence the sushi boards. So we have these cute little sushi boards where you bring home your roll of sushi and it looks so much nicer on that than like a regular boring plate. Did you guys so, make the, the chopsticks that was with that too? We did not make the chopsticks. Okay, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, <laughs> no. did you make the chopsticks? <laughs> no, no. We do not make those chopsticks, but they do come included with every set. We have our little sushi bowls as well as our chopsticks. Really? I, yeah. I was going to be really blown away if you guys were making the chopsticks. At some point, there are some chopstick jigs we've been looking into to try really? and figure out. Because we have we try to be as zero waste as we possibly can. Reusing sure. scraps. Um, my dad's got some salt and pepper shakers in development out of scrap wood that we're working to bring to market. And part of just being good stewards of our earth is to yeah. not waste and bringing out some of those smaller cuts that we can't really do anything with. If we can yeah. glue them together and make into a chopstick jig, that's really our ideal is to not throw anything away. Right. Well, people don't realize how environmentally friendly woodworkers are. You know, first off, you have to grow the trees and take the trees <laughs> that you want. So you're always right. planting more than you take, right? Precisely. Which 
a lot of people don't get. And right. then you're also using all those wonderful natural renewable resources yes. up over and over and over. And you're not really throwing anything away because that's that's product that you're missing out on, right? That's, exactly. That's potential stuff. So yes. yeah, my, I tip my hat to you on that one. Well, thank so, you. Absolutely. One of the fun things we do with our um, like sawdust, because that's you know a pretty big part of it, yeah. is my brother is a game warden and he's always out camping. And so we will make um, sawdust pucks that are fire starters. So it saves him some time, wow. but then we're again, not throwing away goods that could be used again they don't burn in like a different color do they like no they do color? not wouldn't okay. that be so cool like, that would be cool like like a purple fire from the yes. purple puck or something yes like that. so the sawdust must coming off as the same color so that must be like a colorful floor sometimes we really do have a colorful floor like yeah. you can tell when he's working on a specific project when he removes all of the different containers for sand it's almost like as a kid when you do those sand artworks yeah. you'll have yeah. like the white woods and then you'll have red and then you yeah. can see a little bit of an orange and then the purple it almost like sits differently within those dust collectors it's pretty cool <laughs> all right what has been the let's let's call it the most exotic request you've ever had and I mean like the one that really you're like, you want what? <laughs> and you really were like, we're gonna have to work on this. But you know, the one that grabbed you and you're like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it, of yeah. course. But what was it? Absolutely. So it's actually from me because I'm um, very annoying to my poor father. <laughs> I created this quilt a long time ago and it's got this really sentimental value to me. But my mom has it hanging on the wall and I think that's unfair. It's my quilt. I made it. I yeah. should be able to have it come yeah. into my home. So we brainstormed a way to put together kind of like a, a memory chest or a hope chest, a large chest. And yeah. he inlaid almost identical to the pattern of the quilt on top of. You're kidding. Yeah. And then the sides had the border of the quilt on this chest. And I took that with me to college. It's in my son's room now. Wow. Like it's just such a like familial piece for us. Yeah. And I love it. Like, I don't think anybody else in the world could ask him for anything Can more Can you send me difficult. some pictures of that before we post this? Because, you know, it'd be yeah. really nice if people could just click on the link below. That way they can see it. And if you guys are listening, make sure you click on that link so you can see some examples. <laughs> and I'm going to have her send me a bunch of other photos so we can see that stuff too. Yeah, so. we'd love to. So on the business side of things, yes. what made you, I mean, business is hard. Business no matter what hard. you do, right? Everybody, yep. life is risk. Sometimes the one regret you have is you didn't take enough risk. So why? Why were you like, this is what I'm doing? Absolutely. You know, and is, is this your only career on top of it? Is it like a full, full-time full gig for you? I know a lot of people work lots of different jobs. So yeah. tell me why you got into business and what you do. Absolutely. So I actually started this business um, kind of as the pandemic kicked off because we oh, couldn't find face masks anywhere. And we were just really mm -hmm. struggling to find the need. So my dad and I made hundreds and hundreds of face masks. And so then we were like, hey, this is great. And we've always kind of done quilts for family and family have bought quilts on the side or bought woodworking on the side. So we were like, let's just kind of go in on this. And so he and I both have our full-time day jobs. And then this is our like in the evening, once the kiddos go to bed, like we brainstorm, we continue to work together. So this is spare time business which oh. we would love to dedicate more he sure. keeps talking about retirement and i cannot wait to see where he goes with this i don't this. think he'd be able to <laughs> right retirement like from the day job to yeah. go into this full-time it's not it's not often I mean, it's not often that i talk to a lot of entrepreneurs where they say this is the only thing i do right right and Absolutely. it's like i've i've heard several other people talking in the emporium here they're like oh yeah this is like my third gig <laughs> you know i do yeah. this on top of this other business and it's serial entrepreneurism that's just it kind of blows me away, Absolutely. you know, because it's it's scary to go into business is what people realize. It is very scary. And like as a woman, what's it like starting a business and then telling people about it? Right. Because yeah. there's, there's all kinds of challenges you face as a, 
as a mother. I am a mother. Full family. Full family. So it, what always gets me is that people assume it's an MLM, a multi-level marketing. And they're like, so do you sell to other people? And I'm like, no, no, like this is actually like, I make it with my hands. This right. isn't something like that. And so I have to, like the naming of it sometimes confuses people. So I have to make sure I'm very descriptive about the way I describe really? what my business is. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. So it's one of those things where I look back and I'm like, maybe we do need to rebrand and focus on maybe a different name, but I can't get away from Sawmill. I just I genuinely love it. For what you do and the brand and the like the, the picture and all of the marketing that you've done for it, I wouldn't change. Right? I love it. I love it. I mean, you've, you've <laughs> built something here that looks that's really, really nice. Thank you. And I, I, I love art. You know, if you, you can't tell my background, I, I do do art on the side. It's just... My art is generally talking. I was given the gift of gab, so <laughs> this is why we are here. I love it. All right, so um, let's see here. I'm trying to think about, we, we went into the sales side of it. Um, how's the family handling this? I mean, are you, are you, how deep are your kids starting to get involved? Oh my gosh. So my dad's side of like the designs for the woodworking, he's kind of got his separate brand that he likes to call and it's called C&C Designs and C for Clayton, C for Carson, okay. my son. And that is, they're together. They're building this business okay. together. My son is a year old. So I was going to say, how old is this kiddo? <laughs> He's and just a baby. Aren't there laws baby? about that? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but he is um, so cute that he yeah. might be the face of the marketing for Work us. for Gerber. Exactly. I mean, so um, it's just, I think my dad just draws so much inspiration from being yeah. able to, to give this to me, this gift yeah. that I have of crafting and being able to use my brain and problem solve and give that to my kid is just sure. an incredible feeling and then my my mother-in-law touched on it briefly she does the pottery and all that handcrafted stuff so it's, it's so she's in pottery too she does yes does she, what is she, she sell that here at the emporium she does so she's got which yeah. which stall when well, she's in mine so she's got oh my gosh really stuff underneath oh into marketplace yeah so um one of the really exciting things that she yeah. does that i cannot get over is closer to halloween she does these clay ghosts that are oh, the cutest things I've ever yeah. seen. And she does clay gnomes, but she, she'll throw pottery, bowls, all kinds of stuff. And she does this all out of her basement. They've got a kiln down there. She's So when we talk about a family affair, this is genuinely a family affair. Yeah. You know, my, my dad and I are heavy in it. My kid is heavy in it. My mother-in-law is heavy in it. My mom, she is all about supporting. So she's like, hey, what about this color? Hey, what about this color? She's a little less hands-on on the art really? stuff, but she is a great kind of a critique of like, I think this might sell, or I've been talking to friends and I That's hear important, this. right? Is Absolutely. to make stuff that people actually want to walk away with. Because how many times has, you know, a business been out there where they're like, we've got a great product. Exactly. So nobody wanted it, right? Right, exactly. And that's got to be half the battle with, but you guys put out stuff that I, I mean, I want to take it home myself. <laughs> Yay. So. We love to hear that. Yeah, and you should. And if you guys haven't shopped them, you should. So what is the name one more time for everybody? Sawmill Marketplace. Here at the Emporium. At the Emporium. So do you have any social handles you want to share with everybody? Absolutely. Everything is at Sawmill Marketplace. We like to keep it simple. Website is sawmillmarketplace.com. We have a little bit of an Etsy, but we really focus on everything sure. in-house and running through the Emporium because this is home for us. Yeah, what people don't realize is that like the Emporium is becoming like the destination place where you can come and find people yes. to do all kinds of incredible art stuff. You know, that's really our goal because we, we've got all kinds of dreams for how, you know, we want people from around the country to come out here and yes. shop. There was just a couple in the other day that had bought so much stuff. They were from Arizona. 
they bought enough stuff to redecorate their entire living room. Wow. And it was available, right? I mean, yeah. it's not like we don't have stuff and you've got to order it. Right. It's, it's already here. here. Yes. And that's the best part about it. And then, Absolutely. Um, so you can do custom stuff, right? If somebody wanted, stuff. what is the limit? None. None. What we really. like to do is really get a, a sense and handle. And if it's not something that we feel we are capable of, yeah. we have developed this wonderful network of other supportive businesses, crafters. Right. And so if we can't, we will make sure that they are handed off properly. They are treated with that same level of respect. But it, there's really nothing that we've had come to us that's too big or too small that we can't handle. Really? So if I wanted a custom dining room set? Yeah. Yeah, all it comes down really? to is, so long as it's not like a we need to buy tomorrow, we can definitely yeah, yeah. work with that. Yeah, because this stuff takes time, It right? does take I mean, time. You, how long does custom work take? I, I can imagine it takes a couple of weeks because you're talking about absolutely tons of hours <laughs> of, of labor just putting this stuff together. Yes, and depending on what it is, like yeah. if it is going to be something on the resin side or if it's going to be anything where we need to be dust free, we have to halt all other work and elements so that way we can ensure that the space oh. is dust free. So we want to make sure we're planning and yeah. doing things in a proper order that makes sense for our business, but also makes sense in terms of timeline. So when it comes to custom stuff, if it's local here in Castle Rock, super easy. We don't really? have to factor in that shipping time because we'll just drop it off or yeah. we'll, we'll drop it here and it can be picked up, whatever's gonna work best again for the, the customer. Um, if we have to factor in shipping, that's where we wanna make sure we, we have the proper packing in place and it gets to you mm -hmm. safely and that does add a little bit of timeline. So we like to ask anywhere from two to four weeks is just kind of our, our standard timeline. Two to four weeks? Then? Yep. And if it's a bigger project needing, you know, like a whole dining room set, that would be on the longer side because we want to, again, just make sure that we are representing ourselves well and providing the best quality of service. Absolutely. That's fantastic to hear because there's nothing like, if you've never ordered anything custom, you don't know what you can get, right? And it exactly. can completely just transform a way a house looks or a living room or your kitchen. Absolutely. Or any room, like even a, like a baby uh, bat, bonnet, bonnet <laughs> basket, what do they call it? A crib. A crib. Right? That would yeah. be another thing that would just be, could you imagine one of those made in all that purple wood? Oh, yeah. Oh, you could. Oh, yeah. I could. Oh, yeah. So we, we opted to, to not go quite as elevated or fancy for my son's room, for example, but my dad built all of the furniture for my son. Like I said, hey, I want a Montessori floor bed now that he's walking. And he's like, Wait, like a this, a bed. And so he built this little, almost like a cabin in the woods for my son that he is in love with, loves his bed. So it's just really like what your dreams can come to the table and we try and make those dreams come to life. So like, you, could you do wall art too? Where it was just like cuts of, yeah. There's really no limit is what you're telling me. Yeah, that's what you absolutely. Want. And if we do, again, find the point of our limit, we will make sure that we find the next person that is able to service or help. Really? Absolutely. So you, you really say don't say no to much at all, do you? I really don't like that word. <laughs> My son does, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens when you're one. No, that's like the first words exactly. they learn at one and two. No, no. And it's like, oh. <laughs> yep, exactly. All right, so what do you want to leave our audience with? I mean, you get the last word here, essentially. So Absolutely. Um, really, I just want people to know when they shop with us that you're not just shopping from a big box store. You're shopping from two homes here in Castle Rock where we handcraft everything. And if we have anything to say to our customers is just thank you. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for allowing sure. this this to be our passion and an outlet for a passion. Okay. So one more time, how do they get a hold of you? Socials? 
absolutely it's yep. all about getting the, the word out there and we can the hear the kiddos out, out there now yes. so yes go ahead <laughs> it is sawmillmarketplace.com we are on all the socials under the same tagline sawmill marketplace we are going through a wonderful renovation of our website and socials because we needed an updated look i'm not gonna lie i have not <laughs> it's all about marketing Woo! i get you yep, no marketing words. so we are really looking forward to this refresh that is being pushed out fantastic yeah. and you guys can shop them at any time here at the Emporium here in Castle Rock, Colorado. Absolutely. Your premier destination for merchants, merchant malls, artists, you name it. You can also visit us at our website at theemporiumcastlerock.com. And also, don't forget to follow us on our socials. They will, socials, they will be below. All you have to do is click on those links. It'll take you to everything that you ever wanted to know about us. And visit us. If you're out of state, make sure you share this. Let other people know what goes on here because we are here about to support local and why not internationally if we can, but you know, nationally, make sure you share this with your friends, family, other artists, so they can see what it's like and take that plunge into, you know, becoming a, an entrepreneur if you ever want to do it. So guys, thanks for listening to our episode of the Emporium podcast. I am Josh thanking Brianna thank for you. her time today. And thank you so much. We really had a good time. I had a great time. Thank you. Awesome. We'll see you guys next time.